Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Bachelors in the City. Before uh, we get started here, just want to apologize. Sound a little nasally. Been I was going to say, uh, yeah, you sound kind of sick. Yeah, I wonder who I got this from. <laughs> so my, my wonderful roommate over here, Dustin, he decides to go across the pond to go visit his beautiful girlfriend. And as he leaves, he gives me a nice parting gift of this cold. Luckily, it wasn't COVID. Got tested yesterday. It's negative, but a little nasally. I did tell you to take the, the C vitamin plus, but you didn't know. know what that means, C vitamin plus. You mean vitamin C, my friend. Anyways, moving <laughs> on. Uh, cheerio. Guys, welcome back to another episode. We got a fun one for you today. We're bringing on our boy, Connor Saley. You know him from The Bachelorette. He was on uh, Hannah season with us all searching for love. But it'll be good to catch up with Connor. He, he, he's bringing on his, uh, his business partner, Mike. Not Big Mike, his, his roommates, but uh, another Mike that uh, maybe you guys will see a little bit down the road. A little, little hint, hint. Yeah, hint, hint. But yeah, anyways, yeah, we have him on the show. They have a new product called Waterboy, which is targeted straight for hangovers. So um, we'll talk a little bit about that, get a little understanding of that. And and then and then and then the, and then then it gets good. Then, then it, it gets, gets real. good. I'm not just saying it. Well, it gets- <laughs> I mean, we find out Pete who you would be interested in in Bachelor Nation still. So that's interesting. We find out who. That was kind of putting me on the spot there, but I'm just giving a big stink peek to anyone listening. And also, we find out who Connor S would take out on a date in Bachelor Nation, specifically from my season. It gets a little, ooh. We, uh, I was, was watching ne- the face, facial expressions <laughs> and both of you guys. We were all squirming over here. And uh, no, nah, it, it was a good time. It was a good talk. Good, good catching up with, with Connor. And I uh, hope you guys, I know you guys will enjoy this. Obviously, Connor is a fan favorite. So yeah. it was a pleasure to have him on. But uh, let's just get, get to it. it. Let's stop talking. And let's just get to it. Yeah, let's, let's just give the people what they want. Let's go. Let's go. We have Connor S. in the house. Connor Saley, what is good, man? It's good hey, to have hey, you on. What's up, boys? Good to be here. Good, good to, to see here. you, man. And it's we also have minute. your buddy on, too. Uh, who's Mike? Who's this Mike? We're used to the other Mike. Who's this other Mike? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so this Mike is uh, the co-founder of Waterboy with myself. And we uh, we met back in January to become good friends and business partners, too. Damn. He looks like he would be good on the show. You might have to... You know, all right, do you guys know who, like, Dean? You know what Dean looks like? He does look kind of yeah. like Dean. He, look, he looks like Dean. He does. Yeah, I could He's I got could those Dean that. eyes. Would you, yeah, Mike, have you ever thought of going on the show? Um, Right now, honestly, yes. we're so... Bi- Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was going to say, we're so busy with what we're doing, but I mean, perhaps, I don't know. It's, it's funny because Connor said I look like Dean, and I never thought that until people started commenting that on TikTok videos. That's funny. I The more, the more, yeah, I see you now. Hey, I, I you got to raise that uh, water boy stock up, brother. You got to get Connor, on there, man. About, yeah, you just, yeah. You just take over for, you know, maybe two months, let your boy go on, find some love, and uh, get yeah. him come back. Hey, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I think you should do it. You were talking to them before. Yeah, I mean, well, they... they so I don't they know if I'm saying too much now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but... He's like, shut up, dude. Well, it was just like a simple call. They, they called when we were first just starting everything. I was like, oh, it's not good timing. Like right now we're just starting mm-hmm. this. So We had um, a buddy like that too. How, let's, let's, let's get into this with, with, with Waterboy. So you guys said you met up in, uh, in January, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. So funny, funny enough, actually, I feel like. Yeah. You, you, I was going to say, say I think it's a full circle moment. It, it is kind of full circle that we're talking to you about this. We met through a girl who was on your season, actually. It, what? I didn't know yeah. Those are okay. names We did. We did. Um, do you remember Sarah Coffin? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So she was friends with Mike. And then okay. I like kind of knew her a little bit. Um, and she knew I moved to Austin. Mike had lived here. And then she connected the two of us. So. I, love how you, I love how you asked if I, if I remember that. That'd be horrible. If I, if I was like, no, I don't. would <laughs> be like the biggest asshole. Uh, no, she's a great girl. That's, that's awesome. So mm-hmm. small, small world. So she connected you guys and uh, you're out in Austin. And what was kind of like the, the inspiration for, for Waterboy though, for, for creating this, uh, this product? Yeah, I'm kind of, I want to know that too, Connor, because I don't take you as the drinking heavy type. I remember going out. He's such like on the a, show. You were you probably you were probably the healthiest guy by far, diet wise, drinking wise. And I was like, I was just in awe. Like I looked up to you, man. You you just every morning you were so disciplined with what you're eating, your diet. Green juice. I think you had a green juice every morning or every day. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think green juices were offered over there. I mean, you know, the, the food wasn't that great, but. Um, no, I, I tried to be really healthy for a while. And then I think like most of us, you all kind of reach a certain point on the show and you just like fully let loose, you know? Yeah. And for me, that was in, I think it was day Latvia. Day one for I me. Think, where was it? Day one. I said, fuck it. After I saw all you guys, <laughs> I was gone. like, these guys are so in shape. For Dude, I, I'm not P, P, I don't think you were on our date in Latvia. Dustin, I don't know if I you wasn't, were either. Yeah, I wasn't on the group oh, date but, Are you kidding, Connor? Oh, yeah, no, no. Are you kidding, Connor? Uh, get out of here. You see that? <laughs> get did, out you, here. did you guys, did you guys you arm wrestle that? on that date? Yeah, yeah. We, Dustin beat me in arm wrestling. <laughs> also, oh. I, I, I tore my bicep from arm wrestling that the world's strongest oh, man. Yeah, you told me that. Dude, I couldn't, I couldn't move my arm for like a month and a half. Literally couldn't move it. But do you remember that when we were in the market, Hannah kept making us take shots of uh, moonshine? Oh, yeah. And then the nighttime part of the date was just when I, like, fully let loose, finally. And we were, like, they cut us off from drinking. Do you remember that? That was the most we probably drank because, yeah, we kept yeah. on doing the moonshine in the this little village market, which was, uh, it was actually really, it was fun, a little weird, but it was actually a really good time. Was, like, oh, that was a lot of fun. And yeah. we walked around this old city um, in Lafayette. That's the name of the city, right? R- Riga. Riga. Riga, Latvia Riga, is where we're at. This old city, like from back in like in the 1600s. Gorgeous city in Eastern Europe. And you have there. like all these, this dope architecture. And we're just walking down these brick roads, jumping into bars here and there. It was actually a really good time. Yeah. That looked like a fun date. I was bummed I missed that one. Yeah, you, you, had your, you had a fun little date yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we hot did. tubs and shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll let, uh, I'll, let, I'll let Mike explain that one because he's the, he's the mastermind behind the idea. Oh yeah, how it started. I mean, honestly, it was just uh, personal personal need. Really, it was just going out with friends, and then like the night getting away from you, and then the next day waking up and being like, okay, the only solutions I have right now are either Pedialyte or Liquid IV. And then Pedialyte is really the gold standard. It's like three or four Liquid IV packets worth. And the whole idea was, I'm paying so much for liquid to be shipped around the country and artificial dyes and a ton of sugar, and this is made for kids. So let's take everything good out of Pedialyte put it in a powder stick. And because we're making it for adults, let's add other things that would help. So like ginger for nausea, L-thanium for anxiety and like vitamins for fatigue and make it healthier. So, I mean, it was, it was really that. And then just 
because we're powder and we're not as expensive and as heavy, we can just pass the cost savings to the customer. I think I could use some of that. <laughs> so what, what, what's like the main difference between like a liquid IV and, uh, and, and Waterboy? Yeah. So I feel like if you look at, I mean, probably our biggest value proposition or one of the biggest ones is that we have no sugar. So if you look at Pedialyte, that has 25 grams of sugar. Liquid IV has 11 or 12 grams. And so a full liquid IV packet is 16 grams total. And basically 75% of that is sugar. So you're almost better off just going to the grocery store and buying cane sugar and sea salt and like mixing it. So that's essentially no what you're purchasing. I've noticed, yeah, I've noticed after being hungover and taking those, like sugar actually makes me feel worse. And I could tell there's yeah. a lot of sugar in there. Yeah, yeah, I think like maybe immediately for a little bit, you'll feel better, obviously, because it's kind of like a sugar high, but then eventually you're going to crash down. So our, our thought was like, okay, I mean, you really don't need sugar. Their, their common argument is that you need sugar to transport electrolytes and really don't need that. So we took out all the sugar added in, you know, we have three times the electrolytes of liquid IV, oh, wow. added in 500% of your vitamin B and C, uh, ginger for stomach nausea, and then L-theanine, which kind of like relaxes you. And so if you look at liquid IV, it's basically just sugar and salt. We added in all these different electrolytes and other great ingredients as well, which really differentiates it. And I mean, it's just a much better for you and more potent product. And it, I mean, everyone that's tried it really loves it and it really works too. So... Yeah, if you're uh, if you're looking for any any brand reps, uh, we'd love to test your product. Hey, yeah, no, we we got you. I I meant to send something to Dustin. Yeah, I'm like, oh, well, you day. know, you were you were out there making Instagram stories of Pedialyte or something. It's like, man, I did. You, you know, you can't can't be doing that over I here. I gotta I gotta try it's it. A you have conflict of interest none. there, Dustin. I gotta try yeah. it. Hey, I would love to help promote it. Also, man. I heard it could be great for pilots and flight attendants. So. That's true. You know, De- dehydration is definitely a thing with uh, just cabin altitude and, and the dryness up there at the humidity level. So uh, yeah, man, we definitely love to, to try, try your product. Uh, is this something that you take, like if you're going out for a, a night on the town, you take it the night of, or you're taking it the next morning to help recover? Or both. Or both. Um, that's a good, good question. Really, it's personal preference. Like last Friday night, I took it before and after because it was necessary. You had like two um, drinks. Don't lie, Connor. No, dude. I'm either like zero or a hundred, like 99% of the time I'm zero. But, the, you know, there's like five or six nights a year where I'll just really go for it. And that was one of my six nights. And uh, let it fly, boys. You know, let it, <laughs> let it fly. <laughs> yep. But I would say most people probably take it day after. Gotcha. Cool. Well, sweet. Well, listen, so... I actually, I was out in Austin, like what, maybe like two weeks ago. I just missed you. Uh, I didn't even know you, Mike. I was with, with uh, other Mike, big Mike. I guess you were out of town, Connor. Got to uh, go kick uh, Mike's ass in some pickleball. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I know. I just, <laughs> I just missed you over there. I just missed you. It's great, obviously great to see Mike and everything. And, uh, but let's go kind of what brought you guys. Let's just do a little catch up with uh, what brought you and Mike out to, to Austin, kind of like post-show. Obviously, you guys became roommates. Uh, you know, you've been very close since the show. Uh, what's, what's, like, what's it been for you guys? You know, what have you been up to aside from, um, you know, Waterboy? What's life been like for you guys? Yeah, no, life, life has been really good. Um, obviously, I was in Dallas for a year or two after the show. Mike was in San Antonio. And then during COVID, we um, were talking and both kind of just wanted to, like, change our scenery a little bit. 
And um, we went to visit Austin, loved it. It's right in between Dallas and San Antonio. But we've been really enjoying living together. Our lease actually ends in like two weeks. So oh. uh, it's crazy how quickly this year's flown by. But we've had had a lot of fun and we're both super busy right now with a bunch of different projects that we're working on. So it's been been a lot of fun. And obviously we were roommates on the show too. So it's kind of funny. I mean, you guys were too, weren't you? Yeah. Wait, yeah, so it's kind of, I think yeah. all of us were at some point too. Wait, didn't we all stay in uh, Scotland together? No, we, uh, we were in. Um, oh no, you yeah, and Mike. In Scotland. You guys were doing that stupid ghost trick shit. I remember that in Scotland. <laughs> like, no, Dude, come that, here, that there's room, a ghost in here. No, that room was haunted. It was. Oh, it was, that was haunted. No, that's right. Yeah, we were in the same. Yeah, you guys were in the haunted room, and we were terrified of it. We were staying. So for all you guys listening, we were staying. This was in Scotland. Uh, yeah, Scotland. It was a big castle. We all stayed at, and that, that was kind of like unusual. Uh, usually, it was like a hotel or whatnot, but we got to stay in this insanely like creepy, but you know, badass castle. And definitely, uh, there was a haunted, a couple haunted rooms in there, and we had some fun stories with that. But no, I think it was Mike, Kevin, and I. Oh, Kevin! Yeah, I, I haven't talked Kevin to Kevin. Kevin the, the loaf of bread. That's <laughs> your workout. Buddy. Oh, that is where you ate the loaf of bread. Then he got sent home buddy. right after. I felt so bad for him for that. So to change subjects a little bit, we can go back. I want to talk a little bit about Waterboy again. Entrepreneur and me kind of wants to know, like, what's what's your guys's, this is like just strictly just entrepreneur status. What has been like your most difficult times of trying to push a new product or what has been like the greatest moments? I'm just kind of interested. <clears throat> I, I think I can speak to like maybe a little bit of the early struggles, but I think we've been fortunate that we've seen some traction from the very start, which was encouraging. But so if you look at our like name or handles, they'll say Waterboy Can. And a lot of people get confused why there's a can at the end. And originally we were going to start off as a ready to drink beverage. It was supposed to be like in a 16 or 12, uh, or 12 ounce aluminum can. And as we were going through the R&D process, we realized our drink had too many electrolytes, which would corrode the can over time and it just wouldn't work. And within like a day, we pivoted and moved direction to uh, single serving powder packets, which we had in the plans to do anyways. It just accelerated uh, some of that timeline. So I think it was just, yeah, just starting with an initial idea and then adjusting along the way with the change. But we've also been like fortunate in which we've put like some of our story from the very start on TikTok and we've seen like good feedback and traction. And that's been fairly motivating uh, along the journey. There wasn't really a moment of where we're like, do people even really want this or do they need it? Because we had that validation a bit from the from the get go, and this guy's TikTok dances just kind of boosted it up, right? Yeah, I mean, it, we, so it was funny. We had we made this. It was almost it was a joke of a video, but half the people didn't even realize it was. Uh, Connor started an OnlyFans to raise money for a startup. Did you really? Yeah, you guys got to subscribe. We had a green screen of like his earnings, which were obviously like on a design software, and TikTok took it down for. Uh, explicit content sexual nudity. Yeah, I violated the community guidelines. No way. I never would have pictured Connor on OnlyFans. That's Well, for, for the record, I'm not actually on OnlyFans. <laughs> but we, well, no, there was this video of this girl like dancing, doing this like cute little dance, talking about her OnlyFans earnings. We're like, oh, we should make, make one to that and like make a joke about me starting one. And we did and mine got re- removed, but hers did not. So I don't, yeah, what's you know, up with that? I'm confused like, well, why that happened, but I feel like Connor. I feel like, and and I'll I'll give it to you. You 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 edge me, and I because I absolutely suck. But I feel like you and I have gotten our fair share of criticism on TikTok, and I, I feel like we need to have a TikTok off between the two of us. 
we, I've never addressed this with you, but I know there, I made a couple of videos like a year and a half ago when you were doing your dances, kind of like- Oh, believe, not, believe me, I, I saw, I saw. Not, yeah. not like shitting on you. you know, it, was, it was like a playful joke, right? But yeah. I think we all, like when I make a TikTok dance video, which it's been a while, I realize how bad I am and it's, I'm just kind of having like fun with it, I guess. Yeah. You know, and I feel like you're, you're probably like the same way, you know? So I, it, it was all, it was all in good fun. It was all in good fun, you know? No, I, t- I totally get that. I, I, I just feel like I'd never really got TikTok. I, I never understood it. Like I, I think I took it too seriously at certain points and then just n- didn't get these trends or whatnot. So it's never really been my thing, but I just, yeah. I remember a I couple mean, people, People on TikTok are ruthless too. Like if, if you do a bad dance, like you're, you're not oh going to hear the God. other one. Yeah. I, did a, I did a bogus one to Connors one time. It was pretty hilarious. Oh, I, th- I think I kind of remember seeing that. Uh, uh, we might have to throw it up on our Instagram page. You were dancing that I just kind of just started barfing or some shit. I don't know. It's all good fun though. I, 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 I yeah. personally love TikTok. I, could, I try to stay off of it, but when I'm on there, it's probably like three days. That I'm stuck on there. It's like I just. Oh can't yeah, go. it's it's crazy. I mean, I probably spent like an hour this morning just scrolling through there, and you just lose track of time completely. It's like a black hole. But it, it's such like a big part of our business now and what we do. So I feel like it's. I don't really look at it for like myself or like what I can do on my page. It's more so like, okay, how can we, you know, do this from like a business perspective for Waterboy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, ideally we'd hire someone at some point just to do that. Cause I'd, I'd like to spend less time than more on social media, you know? Yeah. I'll say, do you find it hard? Cause I mean, you've had a, like a couple businesses since the show. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's hard when you're in bachelor nation and you kind of want to do something outside of what you've been wanting to do, but people don't really take your, your craft or your new desires seriously. They still kind of keep you in that bachelor lifestyle and they don't really want to support the things that you want to do outside of that. Have you seen that? I remember me and Mike were talking about that when he did his TV show. And I was like, it's same shit over here when I'm trying to promote Guaranteed Karma. Yeah, no, no, for, for sure. I think a lot of times people just want to hear about like your love life, particularly your love life in regards to the Bachelor Nation, like who from the show you're dating or talking to. And that's kind of it, um, which is totally fine. And it's been interesting with Waterboy. Like I would say, you know, being on the show has helped us maybe get in the door with certain conversations with other influencers to help work with. And I mean, other conversations, a variety of different things and like maybe press and stuff like that. But in terms of like actually generating sales, I don't know if it's really done much, but it's crazy. Just like the power of TikTok and what we've been able to do with essentially an account that had zero followers to start. And I mean, a few viral videos later and it's, you know, at like 50 or yeah, I think like 50,000 followers or something wow. like that. Wow. That's Damn. incredible. So it's, it's just crazy and how, how much we've been able to generate from that. So I think it's, it's helpful from like a business perspective, business perspective for certain things, but you kind of just have to like be strategic about it. In a yeah. way. I feel like it's almost better just to be maybe just an influencer for your product. Don't be the face of it. And sometimes mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I do think sometimes on TikTok, you know, you see influencers or whatever start these businesses. And I, I would say there's two things. Like a lot of times influencers start businesses and they honestly don't do anything for it. They just like put their name on it and expect it to sell. And nine times out of 10, that doesn't work. 
So that's one thing. And the other thing, I think sometimes, especially on TikTok now and even Instagram too, people see an influencer start a business or promote something. They're like, oh, like screw this guy or whoever. Like they're just trying to like make money. They don't actually believe in this. So that's almost like been a little bit of the approach you've taken with Waterboy to almost like kind of remove me from it. Mm-hmm. Not fully, but like not necessarily be the center of all of our TikTok videos. And Mike has been the the viral TikTok star over there. So um, <laughs> there we go, Mike. Everyone, everyone's yeah. discovered him. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. I feel like you've uh, you definitely have that entrepreneurial mindset, um, and I see I see big things from both you guys in the future, even beyond Waterboy. dive into uh, that question, though, you just brought up about what everyone loves to, to hear about. Any uh, <laughs> updates on Connor Saley's love life? Oh, my. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> um, no, not, not, not really. How's it, <laughs> how's it been? How's it been the whole, the whole dating life for you after, after the show? Just in, like, in general, is it, you know, been harder, easier? or, you know, more stressful or, or whatnot? What's been kind of your perspective? Yeah, well, I feel like immediately after the show for a few months, like I didn't really go on any dates or anything because I, I, it is kind of weird, you know, like going on all these extravagant dates on the show and almost being in this like fairy tale for a while and then just like going mini golfing or something and on a date, yeah. like it's just like totally different, right? So I think that not like a reason why I didn't go on dates, but it's just like the whole dynamic of going from the show to just going back to the real world and like dating people was just weird. So I didn't really date people for a while. And then like COVID wasn't far after that. So I feel like for everyone, it was kind of a weird time. And then honestly, I feel like I didn't really start actually going on dates with people until maybe like the beginning of this year. Yeah. Definitely been been on some dates, but you know, nothing, nothing, this is so, right so awkward right now. Like, <laughs> no, no. Anybody, yeah. anybody in particular you went on a date with? <laughs> I no, yeah. no. You sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, 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 Dustin, what about you? You got you got a girlfriend? Yeah, I got a girlfriend now, man. Yeah, Dustin is. How, yeah, he's. How'd you guys meet? <sighs> Funny story. Actually, when Clay and Joe were all in town here, she matched with Clay on Raya. And oh. Clay's like, hey, yeah, you want to come hang out with the boys for for brunch? And long story short, me and her just hit it off and just slowly started becoming like a snowball. You know, I wanted to be casual, nothing serious. I was the last person that wanted a relationship my first year in New York. But uh, hmm. you can't let Pretty a good one go when up. you find a good one, you know? So, That's uh, true. Yeah. You just got back from London. You spent from a, London, a week, from the pond, a week out man. there. Lad. Hey, I love it. I love it. Pete, what about uh, what about you? Man, I am uh, I'm so single, but it's been good. It's been really good. Uh, is it is it tough with like being a pilot because you're always like, traveling? I wouldn't say not. The whole pilot thing. Uh, I think people people in their head kind of build it up like oh, it's like this uh, inhibitor to a healthy relationship or whatnot. And I actually really think it's the opposite. You know, I would say like, if you have two things, you have trust, insane trust, and you have a certain level of independence, 
you know, going away for a three day trip every couple of days or whatnot only keeps it fresh. It keeps, you know, that, sure. um, you know, it's, it's not monotonous at all, the relationship. So it kind of only spices it up. Uh, so it's not that I think for me, I just, you know, the last kind of two years have been kind of insane, right? Whole, whole dating mm-hmm. thing. So it's been good. To, I've really, really enjoyed this, uh, for a lot of reasons. It's a whole single chapter and yeah, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens, but, uh, right now go. it's been good. Just learning a lot about myself. Definitely. I, Mike, I do have a question for you. Who from The Bachelor, what girls would you be interested in? Yeah, that's a good question. I feel like all, well, this is not true, but I think the girls that I am, I'm probably the most attracted to are not single. So you can still, you can still throw their names out, you know? Okay. Um, <laughs> Cassie Randolph. Okay. Uh, H- right. Hannah, Hannah G. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like Dylan too. That's kind of funny. Don't you fly, Connor? Or you have some you have some flight experience, right? Yeah, dude. I, I love I love flying. It's the coolest thing. Is it I think in a past or? life, in a in a past life, this is totally off topic, but I think I was an Egyptian pharaoh and also an oh, airline wow. pilot. <laughs> in, in the same so, life. No, different different yeah. lives, but I you know. An Egyptian pharaoh and an airline pilot. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> very uh, specific. Very interesting. Can, I love can, it. Well, can we jump into that? Why? Yeah. <laughs> can we? Yeah. You know, I, I don't. I don't know, man. Um, I, so I've always just like loved Egypt. There's this exhibit, the Dallas Museum of Art. When I used to live there, I would always my office at Goldman was right next to this museum, and so every day when I was stressed out, I would just go over to this museum and just like walk around. Okay. And they have this Egyptian exhibit and it has like a mummy in there. And the it's like a real one too. There's like an actual person in there. And the the area where it's like feet are is cut out. So you can actually see it's like toes. It's it's like kind of oh it's a little creepy. But I for some reason I always just like loved looking at this thing. You have a foot fetish. Yeah, is what I was say. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 don't, don't, no, no, don't, don't be spreading rumors. Don't be spreading rumors. Yeah, like had, had nothing to do with Egypt. <laughs> hey, easy, easy there. No, 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 don't, don't spread those rumors. <laughs> All but, my fans um, are just full of feet, huh? Okay. <laughs> but then, when I was in middle school, we went to the Chicago, one of like the big museums out there, and they had this King Tut exhibit. It's really cool. Coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Coolest thing. And I, I remember like walking through there, I had like goosebumps, you know, because I might have been King Tut. Who knows? Dude, you know? you need to be King Tut for Halloween this year. All right. Something Honestly, like Pharaoh. That's, that's, I might do that. Pharaoh might themed, that. Egyptian themed. Or right. I'll be you. I'll be a pilot because I, I might have been a pilot. And too. so, what's the, yeah, what's this airline pilot? Um, Dude, I've story. always just loved, I've always loved flying and airplanes and everything. And like, this is, this might be kind of weird. I don't know if you've ever gotten into like the YouTube airline airplane videos but every oh, night before i go to bed i watch like a couple airplane videos on bro YouTube. you need to be a pilot what are you doing right now i like i love i just like love airplanes anyways going back to so i was we were talking about mike and uh mike johnson and mm-hmm. just how, how cool it's such a mike thing to do i remember i was out in austin he was telling me i was gonna go to uh yeah puerto vallarta to go just immerse himself in the culture it's like a school that he's also going to and he's gonna learn spanish and he wants to become 100 fluent I think it's like two or three months he said, and he's going to come back. And I just think that's so cool. Like he, when he sets his mind on something, like he, he finishes it and like completes it. And he's oh, done that. Sure. Obviously, so many different aspects of his life, but yeah. Connor, you should go too. 
Connor, don't you love Latin music? You love Latin music. I, I do. You know, I, I love myself a little, a little like salsa. Uh, you feeling a little salsa TikTok coming on later? We're, I don't know if the world's ready for that one. <laughs> funny, funny enough, I actually, before I went on the show, um, I was like, okay, you know, some, like sometimes I make people dance, right? So like, I got to like learn how to dance. So I took a... Uh, Bachata dance class. <laughs> oh, bachata! Like a, you a dance did, you did a dance class in uh, preparation for the show. Yeah, it was well, it was Love like that. a one on one dance lesson for bachata, and I actually like got it. You know, I was like, you know, I could like move the hips pretty well. Was, oh, God. did you ever? Kind of did you ever bust that out with Hannah? <laughs> no, they made me do it in a uh, an interview, like the week the week we were out there before you actually do the limo entrance. They, oh, when I you think, all do like the promo. Promo stuff. Yeah, I think they made me do it in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they made me do it in that promo, and I had them play Bailando by uh, Enrique Iglesias. And I remember that like there were a lot of people in that room, and I I just started like kind of like moving my hips, and they all looked at me like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" <laughs> this is was, so bad. I was going to ask how far that one lesson went, you know, but maybe you could show us right now. <clears throat> uh, yeah, we'll no, you know, little, it's, it's uh, been. It's, it's been a few years. This episode comes out. <laughs> it's, it's been a few, been a few years. You know, the hips are a little rusty, but yeah, no. Mike, Mike is definitely he is he has like a lot of very big dreams, and so it's kind of been cool to watch him actually make those happen. Because I, I know, you know, when he has something he wants to do, he sets his mind to it and, and does it. And I think that's kind of been one of the cool things about being on the show. Like, obviously, there's the, you know, the whole love component, but the friendships that come out of it and seeing all the cool things that people have done from the show after um, has been really cool to just be a part of that and see everyone's growth and everything. And I mean, seeing, knowing Mike from two years ago to the Mike today, it's just been cool to like watch his growth. And, you know, I'm sure same with you guys and other people too. So. Totally. I I actually, I remember, remember being with Mike and uh, it's funny, you guys, I'm sure you've talked about it because Mike had this interest in flying as well. And we were in the airport going to uh, Amsterdam and he was just picking my brain, any question about <laughs> flying. He was super, like literally was dead serious. He's like, he's going to, after the show, going to go home and get his ratings and become an airline pilot. And you know what the one <laughs> thing that stopped him from pursuing that was? No. Was that he couldn't have his beard that he had to be clean shaven if he was ever going to be an airline pilot. He's like, you know what? I love everything except that. And that was the reason he, he, he said no. Is, is that actually a thing? Yeah, you can have a mustache, which I can't really rock. You know, my dad can, but I can't, unfortunately. Funny thing, Connor, you were the first person I saw on the show. True. When we went. And I was like, I'm feeling good. And I see this tall, handsome guy. I'm like, man, I hope he's not an asshole. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember, I remember walking out of the... That dressing room, which, by the way, I've never been more terrified to do something in my life than before we walked out on that stage. That's still number um, one. Yeah, I mean, man, that was so... I totally blacked out when they had me go out there. And thankfully, I'd just been, like, pacing around that room, <laughs> rehearsing what I was going to say for two hours. But, yeah, I remember, remember seeing you. And then uh, I remember, like... Right before we walked into that the actual like room where they were doing stuff, Colton like busted through the the door and like hit me, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh gosh!" What he was with Cassie too, and then um, we were seeing Luke, Cam, and uh, Luke P. Yeah, good. What a, what a crowd! What a, what a crowd, crowd right there. Still a little salty that Cam got the 
that rose that night, though. Yeah, That's right. right. He got it that first night. That guy was a funny guy. He really... Yeah. He was a funny guy the first couple of weeks. But yeah, that night was insane. I had Eddie. Eddie in my dressing room trying to be like, oh, yeah, you got this dog. Like, yeah, this is what you... And I'm like, Eddie, I'm freaking the fuck out. I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> yeah. This is live television in front of like a live crowd. I'm going to pass mm-hmm. out. And he's like, no, no, you got this. Like, just feel it. You're good. Like, it's going to be good. And I fucked up my speech. I was so nervous. I was so <laughs> nervous. And yeah, I mean, and, and the, the tough thing too is like you you come back from a moment like that, you want to like text your your family, your friends, be like, oh guys, like you see me? And you just yeah, gotta sit in that room by yourself and watch it alone. It, and it's like, oh man. I kind of felt a little I felt a little famous from after that. Then we had night one a couple days, about five days later, and everyone mm-hmm. And the room was, oh yeah, you were one of the guys on TV because everyone was watching. <laughs> yeah, it from we were the, all in our room watching. I think uh, so, Connor. I think it's cool. Obviously, you know, having the experience of being on it with each other from the show. One of like the coolest, or your your favorite memories that you always take, you know, take you know, moving forward from the show. What was like one of the hardest things uh, for you with that experience? Yeah, so I think one of my favorite things, and Dustin, I think we're you were on my rugby team, right in uh, Rhode yeah. Island. Well, I didn't play though. You didn't play? I was hurt. I was still hurt from my ankle spraying of oh. playing um, roller derby. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but we we were playing against each other. We weren't on the same team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dustin, I don't know if you were in the huddle at the beginning, but I up till that point in the season, I was always like super quiet. I remember didn't really say much. Kind of, you know, I was just like in my own head about the whole thing. And I remember this. I don't know what it was. I was telling this to someone the other day, but like that, usually sometimes I get nervous in like big athletic events and stuff just because there's like a lot of people watching. I unlocked like a totally different side of myself. And I like, not that I wanted to kill someone, but I was like, I, I'm leaving my life on this field. I'm, you know, I, I was, I was like ready to go. Yeah. And no, like I was just super quiet the whole season and then I get in this huddle and I was like, everyone get around me. And then I just like gave this pump up speech and I, you know, still pumping me up right now. We're getting goosebumps over here. <laughs> but that was that to me, that was a really big moment. And I feel like in a way, I almost like earned a lot of the respect of the other people on my team to like Mike, Dylan, Dustin, everyone else. Because they were like, oh, whoa, like, okay, here's finally we've gotten to know Connor a little bit. Right. So that was one moment that I, I, dude, really I remember loved. that I think we both was we were waiting to go into the arena and our team was like obviously a little bit separated from you guys and we could hear you and you guys are just going crazy and like pumping each other up and then it pumped us up too it was just that was a cool moment I, I remember that yeah remember we still that. we still still lost unfortunately yeah <laughs> whenever they sent me to Hannah's hotel room in uh Amsterdam when I got sent home I remember Hannah saying like, I wish you had like come to my room earlier. And looking back on it, I think I didn't necessarily like take advantage of all the time that I had with her. And I just like waited for opportunities to be given to me. And I think that's kind of something I've like taken into my own life, whether it's in relationships or business things too, just like you got to kind of create your own opportunities and make the most of them when you, you know, when they come up and take advantage of every chance you get. And so that that was something that was just kind of like a big takeaway. Just kind of like make the most of your time while you have it, whether it's with a person or 
something to do with business because you never know when Absolutely. it's you know, going to be taken away from you. That's real. Yeah. It's the most agree. valuable commodity that we have time. Pete, what was your biggest takeaway from being the bachelor? Oh man. I, I to be honest, I have so many questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like the biggest one just, I mean, being on uh, the show, I always wondered, and I guess this isn't for you, but just like a kind of a broader thing leaving it. I was like, did Hannah actually like me or was I just like on there for entertainment value to a certain point, you know? Right. And I, I don't know. I guess I never will know, but I would say you, you know, I mean, <laughs> just, just tossing, <laughs> tossing that feeler out there. If you want to want to tackle that one. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, in regard, I'm sure, I mean, I can't speak on obviously for Hannah or anything with, with you, yeah. but you know, I, I, it's just, it's just the, the sheer number of mm-hmm. a fact of the matter is like the sheer number of, of, you know, contestants or, you know, whatever you want to call like people you're dating out of 30 people, right? You're not gonna, again, I can only speak for myself, but you're not going to obviously be insanely interested in all 30, right? 20, 50, you're probably going to be very interested. It's just human nature in maybe three, four, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, you can think that other people are, you know, great and, and uh, you know, just have a great personality and you enjoy their company. But I, I think about it. It's, it's tough. That's, that's one thing that I think that it's tough for this show is obviously you want to have a lot of different pe- people and a lot of different personalities to help with the drama of it and to help keep right. it super entertaining. But also there has to be a, like that the lead's not going to be in every single one of those, those people. So, so you're saying she didn't like me. What That's saying not what I'm like saying you. at all. She didn't like you, bro. She didn't <laughs> like you. I can only speak for myself. Okay, well, well so let me, let me ask you this. Because obviously it is somewhat of a controlled environment to where you can't necessarily just go, you know, if I was a girl on your season, I can't just go talk to you whenever, right? Do you feel like you actually had a chance to get to know all the girls on your season and like objectively figure out who is your best match? Because I would say sometimes with relationships, like it takes a longer time than others to get to know that person, like develop the connection. And I think during Hannah's season, I spent maybe like three and a half, four hours with her over my entire time. I know like, because my one-on-one date was kind of screwed up. I know you guys spent more, but it's like, did I really have, get to know her over that time? Probably not. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's a great question. And I I think... uh, I think just be, be, be blunt. No. And, and I think that's one thing that I've always been curious, like, you know, watching paradise now seeing, uh, from what I've heard from, you know, people that have been on it, the actual, you know, day-to-day interactions and whether it's off camera or on camera is just a lot more, it's a lot more natural, more organic than on like the bachelor or the bachelorette having to be so controlled definitely probably inhibits your ability to really dive into who that person is and, and, and really get to know them. And that's just, listen, that's just, that's just the nature of the show. For sure. So yeah, I don't know. To, to throw out another uh, question for you, Pete, what I asked Mike earlier, who from Bachelor Nation would you go on a date with or be interested in? Oh man. <laughs> you, you don't uh, have to answer that, but if, you know, if you want to. I, I, I'll be very honest. I, uh, I really, I've kind of like, I don't know if I'm, I, I think I've kind of rem, 
not that you can ever kind of fully remove yourself, but I just, my head's not mm-hmm. even there. I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's truly not there. I, I don't, I don't really have like a name, honestly, that if I were mm-hmm. to throw one out, I, I don't have, I don't have one. Not that I wouldn't like be interested in someone from, someone from the, you know, that, that world. But I have said many times, like, I actually think it would be, it'd be kind of cool to, uh, get kind of romantically involved with someone just completely removed, uh, from, from the show and from all that. Like there's, there's a certain level of privacy, obviously you just kind of lose and like either way, you know, it's, I'm not saying I'm not closing it off, but I kind of almost miss like the days before. Um, I don't know if any of this is making sense, but, uh, pre-show. We get what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. it makes sense. makes sense for sure. Connor, what about you? No, I'm I'm good. That that was, that was my question. No, no, you can't throw that back no, at me, bro. Hey, we're gonna. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I'll put you oh, on the spot. You, you asked me. I feel like questions. I know where you're going with this. I'll put you on the spot. I, I, All right, I so know I think, exactly. You got I the smile on your face. Been, I know where you're going. Everyone that's been listening to this episode has been probably rooting for me to ask this. So, tea. Um, tea. You got some tea ready? Because uh, here we go. It's Connor Saley, my man. <laughs> From my season, if you had to pick one lady to take on a date, who would it be and why? <laughs> All right, guys, fun interview. Good, good to no. see you. And 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 obviously, no, no, this this is all in good fun. No, this is no hard feelings. This is not being weird, but uh, truly. Um. I, I just, just being honest with you, I would probably, so I, I, let me, let me start this off by saying, I feel the same way that you do. I'm not trying to like date anyone within bachelor nation. I, I like when people are kind of removed from it. Cause I don't even watch the show anymore. Not that I want nothing to do with it, but like, I don't want that to be my life. And when I look back at my life, you know, like 20, 30 years from now, I don't always want to be remembered as like that guy from The Bachelor, right? Like yeah. I want to do a lot of other cool stuff. So, um, and I, I know you guys probably feel the same way, but I would say if I had to pick one person to go on a date with, it would probably be um, Maddie. And, you know, you obviously know her very well, um, but she just has like a really great spirit about her. And I think it's like infectious, Absolutely. you know? So, I mean, she's like a lot of fun to be around and, um, you know what? Person. And I, 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 I could see it. I could see it. If I'm, if I'm being completely honest, she mm-hmm. obviously is a, an amazing person, and I think the world of you as well. So, well, I appreciate that, Pete. You guys dating? Appreciate- Are you guys dating or something? <laughs> you guys hang out me quite and, a bit. Me and Pete? No, you and uh, Maddie. <clears throat> uh, no, no, we're not. We're not dating. She, I think. Well, I don't want to talk about her, but. I, I don't want to talk about her dating life, but I know I think she had a boyfriend for a while, anyways. So. Oh. Well, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, and uh, very true, very true. Cool. Well, there be. you go, guys. There you have it. Well, guys, what a way to end it. What a way to end what it. What a way. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, where can everyone? Where can everyone get uh, Waterboy? Uh, just uh, yeah, just waterboycan.com, and it, that might be just waterboy.com soon. But waterboycan.com. Yeah, follow follow us on TikTok at waterboycan. Honestly, I think you can just type in waterboy and it'll come up. But that's that's where all the fun's happening. You guys can check it out, waterboycan. And look out for Mike for possibly uh, the Bachelorette. Mike, next upcoming couple season of the Bachelorette. 
Yeah, I'm, I, he's he's a hundred percent being nominated by me. So we'll 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 get him on. Can we get your endorsement too? Yeah, of course. Hey, Pete and Dusty, you, you you got you got our endorsement. Absolutely, we're, we're all for it. Bachelors in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber. And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music and powered by Acast. Our producer is Red Yoakum and our associate producer is Emma Martins. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Send your voice memos to btc at redrockmusic.com. That's btc at redrockmusic.com for your chance to be featured on the show. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcasts. See you next week. Thanks for listening and sign up for our membership program to become a honorary third roommate. Join now for $3 per month and enjoy the episodes ad-free. Click the link in the episode description so you can move in.